0: Hi guys, this is Balaji from Books and News. In this podcast, we are going to see what Mr. Stephen Hawking's answered for the question, will we survive on Earth? Firstly, Mr. Hawking says the Earth is becoming too small for us. That's absolutely true because we have been draining our physical resources at an alarming rate and we have presented our planet with a disastrous gift of climate change. The major problems which we are facing right now, like rising temperatures, deforestation, overpopulation, disease, war, lack of access to good drinking waters, decimation of animal species, these are all solvable but so far have not been solved. With our technologies and with our current trend, these problems could be solved but still, we are not ready to do it. Followingly, The global warming is caused by all of us. We want cars to travel our own places. We need flights to move to different countries. And we need a better standard of living. The trouble is, by the time people realize what is happening, it may be too late. As we stand on the brink of second nuclear age and a period of unprecedented climate change, scientists have a special responsibility once again to inform the public and to advise the leaders about the perils that humanity faces. Mr. Stephen Hawking wants all the people around the world to understand the dangers of nuclear weapon and their devastating effects and we are learning how human activities and technologies are affecting the climate system in the way that may forever change a life on earth. Global leaders and scientists have a duty to share the knowledge and to alert the public to the unnecessary risks that we live with every day. We foresee great pill if governments and societies do not take action now to render nuclear weapons and to prevent further climate change. At the same time, many of those same politicians are denying the reality of man-made climate change or at least the ability of man to reverse it just at the moment that our world is facing a series of critical environmental crises the danger is that global warming may become self sustaining if it has not become so already the melting of arctic and antarctic ice caps reduces the fraction of solar energy reflected back into the space and so increases the temperature further Climate change may kill off Amazon and other rainforests, and so eliminate one of the main ways in which carbon dioxide is removed from our atmosphere. The rise in sea temperature may trigger the release of large quantities of carbon dioxide. Both these phenomena would increase the greenhouse effect and so the global warming. Both effects could make a climate like that of Venus boiling hot. And raining sulfuric acid. But with the temperature of 250 degrees Celsius, human life would be unsustainable. We need to go beyond the Kyoto Protocol, the international agreement which was adopted in 1997, and cut down the emissions now. We have the technology, we just need the political will to do it. We can be an ignorant, unthinking a lot. When we have reached similar crises in our history, there has usually been somewhere else to colonize. Columbus did it in 1492 when he discovered the new world. But now there is no new world. No utopia around the corner. We are running out of space and the only place to go are the other worlds. The universe is in violent space. Stars engulf the planet. Supernova fire lethal rays across the space, black holes bump into each other, and asteroids hurtle around at hundreds of thousands of miles a second. Granted these phenomena do not make space sound very inviting. But these are the very reasons why we should venture into space instead of staying put. An asteroid collision would be something against which we have no defense. The last big such collision with us was about 66 million years ago and that is thought to have killed the dinosaurs and it will happen again. This is not science fiction. It is guaranteed by the laws of physics and probability. Nuclear war is still probably the greatest threat to the humanity at the present time. It is a danger we have rather forgotten. Russia and the United States are no longer so trigger happy. But suppose there is an accident or terrorists get hold of these weapons the countries have and the risk increases the more countries obtain nuclear weapon. Even after the end of cold war, there are still enough nuclear weapons stockpiled to kill us all, several times over and new nuclear nations will add to instability. With the time, the nuclear threat may decrease, but other threats will develop. So, we must remain on our guard. One way or another, I regard it as almost inevitable that either a nuclear confrontation or environmental catastrophe will cripple the earth at some point in the next thousand years. Mr. Hawking says, that we are acting with reckless indifference to our future on the planet earth. At the moment, we have nowhere else to go. But in the long run, the human race shouldn't have all its egg in one basket or on one planet. I just hope we can avoid dropping the basket before we learn how to escape from the earth. But we are by nature explorers, motivated by curiosity whenever we make a great new leap such as moon landings we elevate humanity bring people and nations together to live earth demands a concreted global approach everyone should join in we need to rekindle the excitement of the early days of the space travel in the 1960s the technology is almost within our grasp it is the time to explore other solar system Spreading out may be the only thing that saves us from ourselves. Thank you so much guys for listening to our podcast. We'll meet you next with another exciting content.